I'm on a mission. A mission to speak with the most inspiring people from all over the world. I want to know their stories. I want to know what stories they used to tell. And are those the same stories that they're telling today? Or did they redefine that story to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their dreams? I want to help them share their stories. Why? Because I know the power of the story. I know that it can make or break you. It can give you the world or it can tear it apart. There's always two sides going down in your head and you get to choose. Will I listen to the one that's trying to stop me or the one that keeps pushing? These are their stories and this is the stories we tell. What's up guys? It's your host, Jamie Messina. I almost forgot there for a minute. And we're back again, month of June. We are sharing coming out stories. And today we have Anna Trimer. Listen, this is a great story to hear. Super young. I didn't even realize how young she is. 24 years old, the pastor's daughter. So we've been getting into a lot of uh, religious ones lately. And and that's good because I think a lot of people need to hear it. So today we're going to hear from her and her story. But first, if you haven't hit subscribe yet, please go ahead and do that. And if you find value in today's episode, episode or any of the episodes that we share, consider going over to Apple iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. That's going to help me reach my goal of rippling out to at least a million people and uh, spreading spreading that, that positive ripple and maybe just helping some people who need to hear some stuff that we talk about. You know what I mean? Sometimes that all, that's all it takes. But um, listen, before we get to it, also put this on your radar. June 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern, we are going to have a live Stories We Tell special Pride event. Um, some of the podcast guests will be joining us. We are going to uh, have some prizes to share and um, just good fun. We're going to be sharing different stories, be interactive. We're going to have some of the podcast guests with us. So um, just put that on your radar. In the next episode, I will give you more information on how you can join us for that. But let's get to it with Anna Tremor. All right, guys, we are here. So month of June, we are doing different coming out stories for Pride. And I have with me Anna Trimer, who um, has, I've been kind of just like staring at all her photos on <laughs> Instagram because you're a photographer, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and you're from Minnesota? Yes. Yep. All right. Well, so we were chatting and she said, you know, I would love to chat with you about my coming out story and how I um, do the photography for a lot of uh, LGBTQ plus weddings and stuff like that. So I'm excited to hear your story. And why don't you tell us a little bit like about yourself and, you know, who you are, what you do right now. And then we can talk about um, your coming out story. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, I'm based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I shoot a lot of queer elopements. Um, I do uh, like traditional weddings and stuff too, but I'm really passionate passionate about serving the LGBTQ community just because I'm a part of it. And I know that, I don't know, sometimes those stories are a little less told. So yeah. So cool. Yeah. You, so you look really young. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 24. Oh my God. So I was going to say a baby. I'm like, that's not fair. Um, that's just me projecting <laughs> onto you because my birthday's coming up and I'm turning, I'm old. So um, cool. So tell us a little bit, like, how did you get into um, doing the photography for like queer, what did you say? Elopements? Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, like, 
Elements is kind of a weird word because I feel like it can mean whatever you want in a way. Um, I mean, a lot of times it does involve like hiking outside and exploring cool places, but it could also be like, you know, going to the courthouse or like, I don't know, getting married in like a roller rink or it's kind of just like doing things less traditional, which I feel like is often very fitting for LGBT. So the, the, what's your, uh, the, like, tell me more. I've, I've, I was like elopement. What do you mean? So people are like getting married just in non-traditional, you know, things and you're just there to, you know, document it all. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like two or three weeks ago, um, we have a national park here in Minnesota and basically like I took the couple and like led them through this really cool hike and, um, they said their vows on top of like this really cool rock looking over a lake. And then um, I brought some like champagne and cupcakes and they had their own little party. And yeah, so it's kind of just doing things differently. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't even realize that. That's pretty cool. Um, So let's hear about you. How does tell a little bit about your coming out story? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. So, um, I realized like it was kind of one of those things by message you I like I was literally like at the gym and I was kind of just like I was listening to your podcast and I was like yeah like you know just do it and then yeah. I was talking to my partner and I was like wait I actually have never really like told this story like Ooh, what do I do? even better <laughs> even better um yeah so hopefully it all makes sense but um Yeah, I feel like to kind of like set the stage for the story, like give people a little bit of context. Um, My dad is a pastor. (laughs) So um, that I feel kind of is where it all starts because I was born and raised pastor's kid. Um, And then, you know, just to add a little bit more scenery to the stage, I was homeschooled for the first half of my life and then um was moved into a private Christian school uh so that's all to say that all of the messages I were getting were like very if you're gay you go to hell like it's wrong it's you know not what the bible says um yeah it was just very concentrated and then um, fast forward a couple of years, I think I was in seventh grade um, and my older brother came out as gay. Mm. Um, and I guess when I say came out, I should say forcibly removed from the closet because um, my parents have been like reading his text messages and stuff. Um, I feel like that, and I feel like that was one of the things that I had kind of forgotten, honestly, about this part of my story, because it's just, like, it makes me so sad to look back at it, because they forced him to tell me and my three other siblings, um, so there's four of us, and yeah, I just remember, like, bawling my eyes out when he told us because in my mind all that meant was 
oh my gosh, she's going to hell. I'm never going to see him again. Like, mm. what does this mean? Um, but then I remember like later that night, like he's my best friend. Like we were homeschooled together for a while. So <laughs> like that really bonds people. And um, I just remember being like, no, like you're my best friend. Like, I don't care. But um, that was also really hard. My parents were at the same time, like telling me like, no, you need to, you need to really save him. Like you need to mm. be telling him about God. And um, so I just felt like super trapped between like, I, I don't understand. Like he, he's my best friend. Like he's normal. Like nothing has changed. And also like, no, you need to like save him right now. How um, old was your brother at that time? So he was a sophomore in high school when he came out. And so they forced him to tell all of you guys. Um, were you, how old were your other siblings? I want to say they were, I think, so I had an older brother. Um, I have two older brothers. Um, and the older of the two, I think he was like a senior in high school. And then my older sibling, um, they were maybe like a sophomore in college. Mm. So. so how did they feel about it when he came out? Um, so my, my older sibling, who is um, now also non-binary and part of the LGBTQ community, I think they were pretty much like yeah whatever like mm-hmm. um yeah so there's four of you are yeah. all four are all four part of the community or three of you just three of us yeah and then then the other one he's like the golden child like mm-hmm. in med school like so yeah. uh pastor <laughs> I, I'm intrigued to see how he feels about all this but I will continue on because I want to hear your how we got to yours oh by the way my brother is also uh, my brother's gay I have there's three of us and two of the three and then we have the golden child in the middle oh, okay so you yeah. get it yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah um yeah so my older brother and my dad they were both just like I don't know I feel like that's kind of like a sometimes like a toxic man thing they don't know what to do so they just get angry and storm out and um that was pretty much how like what I watched then not from then on out was just my dad always being angry and really kind of just treating my brother super poorly um and then so then fast forward a couple years later um when I was a sophomore in high school um, it was a super tiny school. Like my whole class was 17 people. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had this girl that was coming to join us for the year from another country. And I was like, immediately like, <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, I think we essentially were like flirting the whole year, but like not really like knowing it Mm -hmm. um and then that same year there was a a senior in my high school who was a lesbian and got 
a restraining order from the school because they found out that she was a lesbian. So how do you legally get a restraining order for that? I don't, I don't know. I think it was because she kissed one of the girls on the property. So it may have had something to do with that. Um, <laughs> That's what, I didn't know how she was going to come out of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we obviously then kind of were like, okay, we gotta like stop talking. Um, but then that summer we kind of started seeing each other and that was when I first started like figuring it out. Um, but then she moved back to her home country and then I just kind of was like, oh my gosh, I can never do that again. Like, I don't want to go to hell either. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. um, so, <laughs> so she goes home, you know, you're here left with this information, right? So what do you do next? How do you figure out that you're, you're not going to hell that like everything is okay, actually, after all? Yeah. So it was a, it was a long process as I'm sure like it it is for a lot of people. Um, basically after that, I kind of went like the opposite direction and was like, okay, I'm going to try this whole, you know, like being with a guy thing, maybe that'll make it go away. Oh my gosh. I the worst. <laughs> um, I feel that I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like, okay, maybe it's just this one. Let's try another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like funny looking back. Cause at the time I also was like, you know, very raised in like purity culture, like, you know, boys and girls don't touch that kind of thing. So I think I just thought it was that, but I was like, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to touch them, but really I was just like not interested at right. all. That was like perfect for yeah. you. Cause you didn't have to, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that continued through, um, college. I, uh, yeah, I went to college and like remained in all these like super Christian groups and, I started getting really fixated on like the whole like homosexuality thing again, like trying to talk to people in these groups, like, is it actually wrong? Right. And I would always say, oh, it's because of my brother, you know, like I'm really worried about my brother, but I was trying to actually figure it out for myself too. Um, And I remember getting like book after book after book that was like, is God anti-gay? Like, what does God say about this? So it was just like, but I kept reading them and being like, no, I don't think that's true. Like, I I just, it never made any sense to me. Um, And then, yeah, basically, I think it all really caught up with me and, um, it was just really hard to like watch my family like just really tear apart my older two siblings and I I couldn't keep us all together and I couldn't keep myself together um and ended up doing a stint of time in (laughs) special place if you will um I was just at a very low point 
And I think um, that was actually when I came out of that, I think that was when I was like, enough is enough. And I'm not going to keep looking at like, is it really wrong? And instead kind of explore the opposite side of things. Like, actually, I'm sure there's people who say the very opposite. Um, so let me ask you this. Are you still, number one, how, are you still like super religious right now? No. No. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to ask you about your family in a minute, but just want to acknowledge like how hard that is. Like you're 24. So this wasn't that long ago. It's not like we're talking about like 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Like where I am uh, in the country. And also I came out literally 21 years ago, probably um, it was harder. And it, but like, I didn't have that whole, you know, religious part as well. Like we were, but we weren't, that wasn't anything, but like, man, that was what, like six years ago or less. Yeah. I didn't actually come out until last year. Wow. And um, that was just like a picture of me and my partner with the rainbow. So it wasn't even, you know, do with that what you will. <laughs> right. But like just the, I guess, I don't know any other word for it right now, but like turmoil that you felt as like a young person whose family, like you're torn between your siblings and then also what's going on with you and your parents. And like, this such a environment that was created that one would think when it comes to religion, like love is when, you know, is supposed to be the center of that when it seems as if love was just ripped right out of it. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm sorry that you have to go through that. And there are a lot of other people in the same situation. So thank you for sharing with us. Um, how is your relationship with your parents right now? Ooh, yeah, we're not speaking, <laughs> um, which is really unfortunate um, that they don't have a relationship with three out of four of their children. Um, they're just so convinced that they're right and that if they have relationship with us, then that means they're endorsing our lifestyle and yeah. So they would rather not talk to three of their four children and not support the people that they brought into this world and that God made them the way that you are. <laughs> I, I honestly, I feel really bad for them. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I think we, we've all tried at different points. Um, you know, I gave them some of the resources that I started reading that was like actual Christian authors saying like, actually the Bible doesn't say that or like look at it from this perspective or I don't know they're just not interested so mm, they're not even interested in, in taking a look at it. yeah that's tough because you know they're so ingrained in what they learned and they want to be good or righteous or whatever like but so won't even look Kind of reminds me, I was talking, this is so random, but I was talking to my friend yesterday about North Korea and how they can only see what they are presented. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And they're yeah. afraid to look anywhere else because, you know, that's wrong or whatever. And it just makes me really sad. Um, but so you, you didn't, so did you end up coming out to them or they just saw your post? 
Um, yeah, I came out to them like right before I shared, um, cause I shared shortly after Christmas time. And I remember coming out like right before Christmas. Um, I th- it was sort of like a solidarity thing with my older brother because he was like, why, why would I bring my boyfriend home to people that are just going to be mean to us the whole time? Um, and so I basically, you know, told them the same thing and I spent Christmas with my, bro- with my brother and his boyfriend. So yeah, they knew before I posted. Yeah. Um, it's, well, did you have a nice Christmas with your brother? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Good. I find that, um, even just hearing people's coming out stories or even just living the past, you know, 20 plus years, um, as gay, like just understanding that sometimes the, the family, family is created, you know, in our community, because a lot of people lose their family and we find it in each other. I was lucky. My family was, my mom took a little bit of time to come around, but my dad was like, it's okay. You know, and it did still take time to, to navigate, but like, I will bring all my friends home if they don't have somewhere to go. And like, you just get to create your own family and that's okay too. Like sometimes that's even better you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I feel super lucky that, um, I mean, I think a big part of my story too was actually like, like, I know it might sound controversial because I think there is a lot of like benefit into, you know, obviously loving yourself and being good on your own, like fully endorse that, but also like finding a partner that was actually like, yeah, no, come as you are. Like, like actual truly like unconditional love I think that that was kind of the last thing I needed to help me like accept myself and come out and her family accepts us as well which is really nice yes how long have you been with your partner about a year and a half cool awesome so um wow (laughs) I didn't realize how young you were (laughs) it just blows my mind that and it doesn't like I, for me, it's, I see online, like people in Christ, Christianity and stuff like that will say certain things. I'm like, it kind of, it's a reminder, like, oh, this is still a thing. Cause it's not in my world. You know, even the people that are religious that I know and are so open and, and are like, yeah, man, we're not those type of religious people. Like we believe that we were all born and, you know, so when I talk to people, about it, I'm like, wow, I can't believe that this is still really a thing, (laughs) you know? And actually um, I spoke with, uh, I have, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, it's with, did you listen yet? It's yeah. With um, she is a Christian uh, LGBTQ plus uh, therapist. Right. And so deals with that a lot as well. And and had a similar situation where at least her family accepted her, but her, she was really into the the church and, and they all just, you know, cut her off. And I'm like, man, that's insane. Like, I feel bad for those people who are missing out on such beautiful souls. And like, we're here on earth to connect and to, um, it really is like, love is the biggest thing. And so if it just blows my mind, like my whole life, I thought religion was about love and this and that, and it's, it's just not, you know, I think even the podcast and talking to different people are like helping me to explore that even more. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think it's 
something that I still don't necessarily have a lot of the answers to myself because I think going on this journey I've had to take a lot of steps back from religion like I still believe in God but it's it is kind of like I think humans really mess things up you know yes humans are the ones that like get things in their head and are like nope this is the way it's got to be so a hundred percent I agree with you a hundred percent I call it Gus now God comma universe comma source comma spirit whatever it's just something it's an energy yeah yeah. yeah no you said that on on your podcast and I really resonated I was like I like that that fits me where I'm at right now because yeah yeah I often will say to people who because you know I have some followers online and there will be some that will say like something mean about whatever and God and I'll be like man I feel so bad for you when you go and if you have to go and meet your maker and I don't know if that's the thing but man, if I was God at that point, I would be so disappointed in you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I picture God just like hanging out with everyone, you know, like I picture God, like our pride. <laughs> yes. You know, like just like fun. hugging and just, yeah, yeah. just accepting yeah. everybody and just love at the end of the day. Um, so man how moving forward are you excited for what's to come like what's going on and tell me a little like I know you did a little bit of um you know queer photography but like that that's what you're going for right yeah yeah and I think that's the thing is that it has been challenging but I think just over this last year um I have really kind of just been like how can I make this positive and I think going through that experience has made me really passionate about working with the LGBTQ community because um, I understand what it's like to feel like you shouldn't be documented or like you can't be seen or your story doesn't deserve to be told. And I also understand like, yeah, not everybody's family accepts them or wants to be at the wedding, which is why some people want to elope because you know, they have this really complicated relationship. So I think even though it's hard, it it puts me in this really cool position to be like, Hey, I see you. And like, I want to share your story. I'm interested in your story and I want to connect with you and make you feel loved, even though other people haven't made you feel that way. Um, So yeah, I'm still working with a lot of different kinds of couples, but the goal is like one day, you know, be doing mostly, mostly LGBTQ weddings because yeah, that's what I'm passionate about. I love that. Maybe one day you can do mine. (laughs) Yes. Um, So let me ask you, do you, let's, on the regular podcast, like not regular, but this is Pride Month and I'm doing coming out stories. Normally at the end, I would say, you know, what would you tell your childhood self like your 13 year old self or whatever um for for today I'm gonna ask maybe if there's another young girl out there who has a similar family their pastor's kid or whatever and is going through what you've gone through in the past what like 10 years what is some advice or some words of comfort that you could share with them yeah I think um 
Probably, I would say, you know, try to find ways to be at peace with yourself and, and really, you know, be okay with yourself. Um, so it is very possible that if you're in a similar situation that you may not be able to share pieces of yourself with other people or, um, it, yeah, it may be a risk, but if you can, you know, like it is okay to be you. And if, if you can come to a place where you feel at peace with that and, you know, just keep on making it until you can get out and be fully safe, then, you know, you are going to be so much better when you get out than if you try to fight yourself the whole way through. Does that mm. make sense? It a hundred percent makes sense to me because um, correct me or see if we're on the same page with this. Uh, I can remember because I knew since I was like young, young. And I remember that whole time, like not really being able to see past, like not knowing that once I got out, like, and not got out because I wasn't religious, but it's like out of my head and like shared that I would be accepted and loved and like have a great life. And like, for me, the other option was to go internal and hate myself and want to like, just the thinking the option was to end my life. Um, but there is so much love. And even if it's not your family, like, and you never know, sometimes your family comes around or is open and you just have no idea. But even if they don't, there is a whole community of people that are going to love you. You're going to find good people. You're going to be okay. And um, I know I'm not the be all end all, but you're not going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. <laughs> you're not. If anything, you'll be welcomed with open arms into stepping into who you truly are, were like, and being brave, you know, in doing that and just come from a place of love. Treat other yeah. people that way. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything that you'd like to share before we leave? sign off no just I mean yeah I just wanted to say thank you for for sharing the stories and for yeah for sharing your podcast it's been I feel like it was fate that I stumbled across your podcast and I hope that other people feel the same and can connect with the stories you share I love that yeah I'll tell you this coming out stories are making me uh just to hear a whole nother side of stories and I'm like I'm really loving that like hearing what people uh their own their journeys with coming out and everything and stepping into who they are so I thank you for sharing it and for the first time really that's a big step I know I was like wait I don't even know what to say like can I yeah so yeah thanks well for- you did great and I'm, I'm uh super grateful that you shared that because it's um it's a big one and it's an eye-opener for me that like this is still a thing you know, sometimes you can get stuck in your own world of my world is very open and free. And like I walk down the street and there's flags everywhere. And um, it's not like that everywhere. And I, I forget sometimes and it's a good reminder. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And hopefully we can. Hopefully the world is still moving that way. Like, I think it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Especially if we <laughs> keep stepping up and sharing and, you know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, if I'm ever, I did drive by you last week. <laughs> I know, like, we'll connect at some point. I believe that for sure. I believe yeah. that for sure. Well, yeah. thank you so much for your time and your story. I appreciate you. And uh, all right, we're going to sign off. 
That was awesome, guys. Anna Trimer. That was the first time she was sharing her coming out story. I love that I was able to be a part of that with her, and、um, I think she's going to help a lot of people. Plus, her photography is amazing. So go check her out. Check the show notes. All the all the ways to connect with Anna will be there. And、um, until next time, I'll talk to you guys soon.